everyone. Welcome everyone to the Yaroslavsky Abroad podcast where we talk about anything and everything. No, I'm just kidding. This is not the Yaroslavsky Abroad. And then you know the rest. Yeah. No, this is the Denamo Abroad podcast where we talk about anything and everything Denamo Kiev related. Uh, I'm your host, Alex Sushik. And uh, with us, who you heard in the background there is Dima. How's it going, Dima? Yeah, doing well. I still hate Mithelis. I'm just remembering now. Like, only now I'm starting to remember how much I hated that team back in the day. What an annoying team. But no, I, um, this isn't about Mithelis. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm doing all right, to be fair. I can't complain. How are you guys? I'm not too bad. Um, also joining us, as usual, from the great state of New York, who got very excited when I started this uh, show, I'd imagine, is Eric. How's it going, Eric? Yeah, I did. I mean, I actually spent all last night writing a biography on Yaroslavsky, so I'm just bummed I don't get to use it during this episode. But uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, talking some uh, UPL and uh, Ukrainian Cup. Yeah, and uh, we have some quick news to get started. Uh, Garmash called up to the national team, so High Tech is taking his uh, whatever it is um, <laughs> to uh, at, Bosnia. At, as- as productive as any other striker in the Ukrainian Premier League, and he's not a striker, but he, of course, is questioned compared to other uh, actually out-and-out strikers who are not as productive as him. So make of that what you will. I've said it a couple times yeah, off. Well. I said it a couple times off the pod. His whole role against Bosnia is if it's going to be 15, 20 minutes to go in Ukraine at a goal. Just to go on and cause absolute. I don't. Chaos. I'm not even. I'm not even saying like it's not even a given thing that he's going to come on, right? No, I don't think he. I should, don't, think, don't he, think he should be starting. I mean, it's no, not a for no. sure thing that he should be coming on, but I don't know why people are so triggered by the fact that he's been called up, and you know, you get like face palms and like, what the heck is this and and whatnot. But you know, like I said, there's other people that are actual strikers. They are a striker, and they are not as productive as he is in the Ukrainian Premier League while he's playing out of position. So I just, like I said, logically, I don't know what what the what the argument is yeah. in that case, like, especially because, like I said, he's, it's not like he's going to be starting. He might not even go onto the pitch, but you can't argue with his current... He might not even current, be in the squad, to be quiet. And, yeah, and his, and his current production that his name doesn't at least... Not saying I don't think he hand. should be. I do think he should be in the squad, um, but yeah. No, but like my thing is, it's like, so, and I understand completely why people brought this argument up with the whole Malinowski thing going on. Like, how does he fit the system? But my thing is, like, if Garmash is coming on at whatever point, that means that the system has gone out the window and it's throw the kitchen sink time because he's well, only going to. Malinowski not being called up is just, in my opinion, Petrokov being childish. Oh, no, I'm um, not saying that. So that's, yeah, that has nothing to do with Malinowski not being merited. It's just Petrokov being yeah, but I'm just saying that's child. Ex- but I'm just saying that's the excuse we got from Petrokov. But I just feel like if Garmash is coming on, I could literally see it being 75th minute, Ukraine need a goal. And he comes on with like well, or something like and especially that. because Petrokov, if I'm remembering this right, has been playing like a, a three four two one, yeah, which is kind of similar to what Atalanta play yep. with. You know, maybe not two strikers, but still you have two more advanced uh, midfielders or attackers right behind the striker, where I think Malinovsky would slot in perfectly. So, yep. yeah, I, I like I said, like. I think God but, but then again, I'm a law. What do I know about tactics? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, like I said, I think he's, he's not only is he one of those, he's also a big, big Timoshenko fan, which in my opinion is worse. 
but make of that what you will. I'll bugger off. Um, on that note, uh, last bit of news is that Yulevsky will be offered some role at the club. Uh, I, uh, I hope it's on the coaching staff with Aliyev as his future assistant. Yeah, this, this concerns me a little bit. Then we're going to have to kick you out. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I'm, so, I'm sorry, but I really don't know. Like, I love him. I mean, if he was someone that yeah. was like with PR or something like that, and like yeah, maybe absolutely. like they utilized him, like what he does with his YouTube channel, and he could maybe do yeah. some of that for Denali. Yeah, that would be, be really I, cool. I yeah, agree. I'd be all for that'd that. That would be really cool. I would be all for that. But, him but if it's something like financial coach, or tactical, or, yeah, but no, yeah. no. I'm really happy. I'm really happy you're saying this, Eric. I thought, I know you're a big Milevsky fan, so I thought you'd go, oh, yeah, great, but no, I'm happy uh, you see it this way. Um, but no, I just, I just don't think like, you know, he was a fantastic player back in bed, don't get me wrong. One of my absolute favourites from my, my, my childhood, you know. Fantastic quality of player. You know, if we had if we had at least one striker even close to what he was back in the day, I think we'd be a much, much better team than we are now. But, like, that is not enough to warrant, you know, him getting, like, a real major role after retiring. That's not, it's not enough. Artem Malewski, chief accountant. Now, if he goes out and gets like you know coaching licenses and things like that, yeah, actually, like, then okay, I put yeah. it in the discussion. But at this point, like I said, you know, PR related and stuff like that to Dynamo. I mean, his, that'd be really cool. I his channel is actually pretty interesting, and he has some pretty cool stuff on there. And so, like I said, I'd be all for that. He collaborates with people. He's pretty well connected. I, all for it. But yeah, like Dima said, coaching finances. I, I mean. Why is he being given the role other than the fact that he's, you know, considered to be like a club legend. And like I said, nothing against him. He arguably he he's from that. I remember watching, he's my favorite Dynamo player of all time, but again, you still got to be rational and you got to be a bit of a realist with, okay, who's actually going to help this club move forward versus, you know, more than the most that we pull in that. Yeah can't Absolutely. do anything but they're affiliated with the club so we want to keep no, yeah, people like, around. If, if we utilize if we utilize the name milevsky because milevsky like even today he's still a big name like don't get it twisted in ukraine people know milevsky even people who like weren't watching football you know from when he was you know, in his prime they still know milevsky it's like milevsky's like he's you know he's a big star still if we can utilize that to you know make some pure not that not that cringe crap uh, the, the 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 team who are shit we're we're so fortunate in inverted com- um to, to be sharing a stadium with uh not any of that stuff but like if we actually did like some some like proper stuff to promote the club i think that'd be really cool but well, the, well, you know, i know milevsky sorry i know milevsky i know you know from the time he was a player i don't have a whole lot of confidence in him to go out and professionally get his uh, coaching badges i'm sorry but i I can't yeah. really see. Well, that, that's what I was going to say. I mean, I feel like I feel like if there was going to be something kind of I would call it kind of like how can I put this? Like bombshell kind of news for him to be like a coach in the academy. I feel like you would hear leaks and rumors about that somewhere. Like there's no way you could just let that someone wouldn't sneak that out somehow. But I think because you haven't really heard exactly what the role is kind of leads me it would be maybe something with like the pr or something like that um but yeah that's that on milevsky uh before we get into the games against Cipro adin and the games against Mariupol, um i wanted to chat real quick about the academy because um we all love when they you know they compete at a high level on the european stage but is this academy as good as we think it is dima no it's not um quite simply i mean 
beating beating you know big name teams on the counter attack love it we're probably if not the best we're one of the best in the world beating parks bus teams like fk lviv or mariupol like fk mariupol that we we lost 1-0 to to was it today or yesterday everything is so it was today yeah um they're not so good because the the coaching i'm afraid is it's really it's really below par um that dynamo the youth coaching the youth recruitment Again, love it. Fantastic. You know, we really get some of the best, uh, most talented uh, players in the country that way. And, you know, maybe you can even say we get too many because there's no, like, we have so many good players in the academy in the U19s. There's no way to even field them all, which is, you know, you know that's another that's another thing. But, you know, at the end of the day, we are getting the good players. But this is the thing. And we're talking about Milevsky, but if you look at who the coaching staff are, the vast majority of them, they're ex-players, but most notably from the Soviet League. So what they're used to is teaching football, the tactics via some, you know, some textbooks. You know, you're looking at them, how they're teaching, it's some outdated textbooks. You know, it's no, there's nothing on how to, you know, how to beat the press, how to press, nothing on that. Just to, you know, hit the ball forward and run as fast as you can. And, you know, um, players like Volos and Diallo, yeah, sure, I mean, their dribbling, their natural talent is good enough to like to get you somewhere because you know they're they're naturally tech um, technical, they're gifted. But you know, for for you know for every you know for every ordinary player, they have not they're not receiving the you know the I guess you could say the instruction. They're not being given the knowledge on how to you know properly pass you know play a passing game um, to create proper chances and not just counter. That's not being taught at all. And I mean. That Argentinian guy we had um, in charge of the academy, Guillermo Samsa, I believe his name. Well, we sacked him. Well, 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 why not sack? Why not sack? Uh, why not sack some of the ex players who, who, are frankly, not very good coaches? Why not sack some of those instead? I mean, I can't remember. I really can't remember who, what his name is now. Um, the guy in charge of the academy. Uh, <laughs> He's a frank, I think frankly he's in a shocking job. I mean, I, I know it might look funny, well, Dima, you know, your your academy is beaten, you know, by Munich, uh, Benfica getting points against um Bo- uh, Barcelona. But yeah, this is just a thing, you know, when you park uh when you park the bus and counter, yeah, you can do that because the players we have are good, but we can't we'd never we'd never be able to outpossess them, we'd never be able to, you know pass around teams like that and this is why the first team can't do that because they're not being taught it at youth level at all so you yeah. know yeah i just want to add this team because just like i want to like emphasize the point you're making is so we all know kostuk is the tra- the coach right you know who his assistant coaches are yeah gone enlighten me you want me to lie to you uh pep guardian no, and, and, and enlighten yeah. me <laughs> no uh no I, I, um, yeah, go on, go on, go on. Serhi Fodorov and Oleg Venhilsky. Uh, yeah, well, I, it does, of course I know who they played for, but I think if I didn't, it wouldn't be that hard to guess who, you know. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think the, I think, I don't think the issue, well, okay, I guess I understand where you're coming from. I guess, I guess, I guess about saying that the academy isn't as great as people make it out to be. I mean, I would argue the issue is with the coach. Oh, hey, we're sorry, sorry, Eric, before you continue, the name of the guy that I was looking for, Alexander Ishenko, that's the guy who's in a Frank in my opinion, but Ishenko, yeah. 
Um, but uh, yeah, Karen, Eric. No, I, I just think the issues with the coaching, I think that like Dima said, you know, the, the youth recruitment is fantastic. I think that there are yeah. a, there is an abundance of not just good players, but players that I think can be quality. You know, you take yeah. a look at Diallo, Voloshin, Anton Ball. Um, a lot of, and exactly. you look at so many players that are out on loan at Exactly. Yeah. Um, Shuliansky. I mean, these are all players that I think at bare minimum can be solid squad players and a lot of them beyond that. Right. But like Dima touched upon, you know, the education isn't there. Right. Um, not to say that there's anything wrong with taking a look at tactics that worked. You know, I, I think that Lobanovsky's tactics during Soviet times, I think a lot of those in pieces can still be used today. I mean, he was one of the pioneers yep. of the pressing game, right? Of, but, of but, course. Of but course. you have to adapt. But you can't do it. You can't time. do it. You can't do it. You know, you can't do take what the exact same tactics that you Well, that's like we were talking down. about the other day in Football Manager where you use a plug. That's pretty much <laughs> no. what they're doing is they're literally taking yeah, a tactic no, and well, saying... You can't, you can't do that. It doesn't exactly. work. Exactly. It was, so, you know, it was 20 years ago. Come on. And so for me, but, like I said, I, I don't, I wouldn't necessarily say that the academy is bad. I would say that more so. It's not bad. Like, Listen, it's not bad. Zoom in the all. microscope, the coaching and the, the youth coaching is what's poor. Yeah, exactly. that's, that's, the, that's a better way to word it for sure. The talent is there, 100%. I mean, there's no questioning that. But it, it kind of makes me think of um, what's his name coaching the Ukraine U21s. Um, or the Rotan. so yeah, Rotan. Rotan. And, I'm, and I'm not saying that the squad necessarily yeah. is on par with you know quality wise, but there's quality players in that in that youth you uh, in that Ukraine side that clearly are just not not being utilized properly because Rotan doesn't know what he's doing, and it's kind of a similar thing with our youth academy where, like I said, I mean the quality is there in my opinion. I mean I think there's a lot of players that can be pushing yeah. for first teams. Uh, positions and honestly in my opinion should be should be should exactly should be getting some chances but the problem is is they're just not being educated and they're not getting that proper coaching from a young age um and so like dima said whereas some of these tactics work against you know barcelona benfica which are great results don't don't get me wrong but you can't just plug that in against a team that parks the bus and expect it to work. You gotta, you gotta tweak it. You gotta, you know, you gotta be able to point out what's working, what's not working, you know, cause like you said, I mean, they park the bus, you know, you, you can't try and dribble around that when they're sitting back. Um, so, you know, I, I think it's just, you know, the, the quality of the youth coaching is really the big problem. The youth Academy itself, the recruitment, the talent that we have in it. I mean, I, I would argue as well above average. Um, so I just want of to, course. I just want to read this out, uh, Alexander Ischenko. So um, he has played for Metalur Zaporizhia, oh, Ska, Ska Odessa, uh, Zirka Ska Kirov, Odessa, wow. yeah. uh, Ski, which, which is a fantastic name, but yeah. um, their stadium is even better. Go, if you're listening, go take a look at the Ska Odessa stadium. Uh, Zvezda, or Zirka Kirov Okrad. And oh my up, God. And this is this is the best oh, one. about them. Listen, listen. Circa. And the best one is Automobilist Zhitomir. Didn't didn't Zirka beat Dynamo? Yeah, uh, yeah. Was it that one? I'm trying to think. Is it that one? Yeah, when Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Anytime I hear about Zirka, it's the first thing I think <laughs> yeah, of. Yeah, it makes me gag. It's difficult not to. Oh. I was trying all my hardest not to mention that <laughs> game, but you and, did it for me. And then just so you guys have an idea, these are some of the teams he's coached. Pumajnik Malin, 
Polícia Jefamir, Alexandria, uh, Neva Venezia, Zirka, Tavria, Precarpatia, Krebas, Carpate, Ilicivets, and Aktobe. Right. Yeah, the, yeah. The that team that we always do you, remember, do you remember playing them back in the day? Yeah. yeah. Lucky like Masterclass. <laughs> so his oh, last God. his last year of managing a team was 2007-8 with Mariupol. So let's see how he did that year with Mariupol. And they weren't even called, you know it was a long time ago because they weren't even called Mariupol back. Yeah, they were called Mariupol Ili Chivas. Part of their name. Uh, I bet they finished Okay, so when he coached his last coaching job before he got the role at the novel, he wasn't even coaching in the Ukrainian Premier League. Great. Well, there you go. And can I just say, someone summed it up perfectly. We are making the absolute perfect players for these absolutely crap, terrible, whatever you want to call them, Ukrainian Premier League teams. That, like the, the football they play, it makes you physically feel pain. These are the players that we are producing for them. It's not to say they're not talented. But it's because of the 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 what they're being coached. Yeah, it's not no, not to say that they're absolutely. bad, but it's you know if a player is coached to uh, to play poor football, he's gonna do that. So you know we we are we are basically a factory for making all these players for you know call us and yeah, uh, I can't I, I can't think of anyone else, and I don't want to think of anyone else, frankly. Um, but yeah, you get the idea. No, I, Dima, I actually think that is like the best way to put it. When you're trained to play poor football, don't be shocked when they actually play football exactly um yeah so and it's a shame because you know in in theory they should be you know we should be playing uh sorry preparing players ready for the champions league but we're just you know ready for you know mid-table upl sides um yeah so that's where we're gonna gonna have to leave our dynamo academy uh behind and we're gonna move on to the game against nipro odin uh, guys, a two was a two 0 win on the day, was it? Sorry, which is uh, which I missed what you were saying. Yeah, two 0 two 0 I'm assuming it was a perfect tactical masterclass. Everyone we wanted to start started, and yeah, that's um, okay to be to be. Because sorry, if I may, on the first half you can do the second, but. The starting lineup, Alex, you'll have to get that up. But I remember saying, I'm like, okay, well, this is cool. This is all right. This is, uh, you know, that there are some plays that I'm kind of excited to see. Um, uh, there are some plays that I'm less excited to see, but more or less, I'm like, okay, well, these players that aren't performing and they're not turning up, at least they're gone. So, yeah. So, so goalkeeper was Bushjan. Back four was Timchik, Kionzora, Zabarni, Nikolinko. Midfield three was Shepeliv, and uh, excuse me, Xavi, Iniesta. And Buyalski. Oh, God. Um, and the front three was Sigankov, uh, Vitinho, and Ramirez. Yeah, so from the first minutes, it was just, it wasn't even. We had more possession, but nothing. Like, like Eric said this in the chat, there was no one linking the the um, the defense and the, the attack. Like, Shepelev and Drievsky, they, they were on the pitch, but they, they, they might as well have not been because all, all they were doing was just running around in circles. Like, seriously, they, they were doing absolutely nothing at all. Um, and, yeah, I don't remember them, you know, I remember Drievsky getting yellow card. Apart from that, not much else from that, from that pair. Um, then, well, 
I remember, you know, so Vitinho, I was excited to see. Ramirez, I was excited to see. Well, Vitinho, I mean, apart from a few wayward shots and a few poor crosses, I don't remember a lot more, which I was kind of disappointed with because, you know, these are the kind of, well, you buy a player for six million, you know, you should be you should be doing well in the UPL. I mean, yeah, I hope it's only his adaptation. Um, you know, he's, he hasn't played much, to be fair to him. So I'm going to try and give him the benefit of the doubt here. But yeah, um, that was, you know, not many good signs on that front. Uh, Ramirez, I liked his off-the-ball movement. I liked him on the ball. I thought, you know, in terms of his, like, dribbling, he's actually, this. I thought he was kind of a slow player, but he actually showed himself to be quite fast. He had a, he had a pretty good chance, like, curl one in or bend one in or whatever you want to say but it just kind of went wide of goals like it was it, it's a better shot than I'm what I'm used to but if you're a striker you should probably be scoring it which I, I wasn't so happy um with that uh yeah I mean to be honest with you they, they might have scored I think Yermoluk had a good chance to score in, in that first half so you know we we kind of got away with one in that first half. And, you know, uh, I want to go over the changes that were made and then I'll hand it over to Eric for the second half. But um, to absolutely no one's surprise at all, Shepilev and Andreevsky came off and Shaparenko and Sidorchuk came on. Um, I thought, you know, that's the right decision because, you know, as soon as they did it, I, I things started actually working in the midfield without trying to go into too much depth. And I thought, I felt, uh, to, to, you know, go over one more individual, I thought Sidorchuk for all is, you know, Poor backwards sideways dwelling on the ball against Barcelona. I thought he kind of, yeah, granted the, the level's different, but I thought he kind of made up for that. I thought he had he made a good game. But yeah, uh, if Eric wants to say anything, uh, second half, go on. Yeah, I mean, oh, don't forget um, Depeana came on for Vitinho. Oh, yeah, as oh, well. yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I thought, I don't know if he was that bad, but yeah, he was not good at all. Yeah, same as always. I mean, really, second half, I mean, I'll just touch upon the goals. Um, you know, Jovicevic gave a, I uh, talked about the goal in, uh, I think it was after the match, obviously, at a press conference or something like that, saying there wasn't really a whole lot they could have done on, you know, that's um, a goal that it was just, you know, a moment of individual brilliance, which it was. I mean, that came out of nowhere. I mean, I shouldn't say it came out of nowhere, but it just in the sense, if we take a look at his form over the past year and you take a look at that goal and you're like, wow, am I watching something from a year or two ago? Um, but fantastic skill from him cut in, you know, great curled shot into the upper left-hand corner keeper had no chance. Um, really, really nice finish. You know, you could argue this is why he plays, um, cause he's capable of doing something like that. I still don't think that doing something like that once every, how many matches has it been still gives him divine right to start, but at the same time, obviously, you know, paid off this match and it was a fantastic goal. Um, and then, uh, you know, a very, um, a very, uh, Haramash-esque goal for the second goal. Um, I remember like, it's a cut the ball back and like Haramash, like, maybe is how I was watching, but it, it almost felt like he wasn't even in the screen yet. Like he was running yes. from so yeah. far back. And then he came up and just hammered it, took a deflection, I believe, off one of the defender's boots um, and kind of skipped up a little bit for, for goal number two. But, you know, I remember thinking, like, what is Tahankov doing? Like, who is this pass to? And then, like, a freight train, in comes Harmash, um, <laughs> you know, further justifying his call up to the national team and, and gets another goal. So, again, good finish from him. Obviously, good decision-making from Tahankov and justifies the means, finished the, the match with a, a goal and an assist. Um, 
but you know we, we did a we did a pretty good job this match. Um, you know, if you look at the statistics according to Sofa Score, and I, I had remembered this from the match, um, they only had two shots, one on target and one off target for Nipro Dun. Um, and they had no corners, uh, fouled more than we did. But again, that's kind of the standard when you play against most of these UPL sides yeah. that kind of foul like crazy. But um, you no, know, sorry. to be fair, to be fair, I think I don't I don't like them by any you know in any way, shape, or form. But I think they're one of the less unbearable sides to watch in the UPL. So yeah, yeah, we had um, majority of possession, which you know make it that what you will. Obviously, it's not like the all determining factor of who wins a match or not, but we had nine total shots, six off target, three on target. So we definitely need to be a little bit more, a little bit more clinical with, um, with our shooting and especially challenging some of these keepers. Um, but again, good win, you know, this is a Nipro side that was in good form. Um, you know, now they're down to sitting in, I mean, they're in fifth place. They're only, let me see, out of third place, which is Vorskla, they're only two points behind and one point behind fourth place, uh, Zorya Luhansk. Um, so again, this I was expecting a tough match and, you know, we, we pretty much shut them down for the most part. Um, yeah. Big three points. Yeah, I feel like you probably didn't, you know, granted the level of the UPL, I feel like they're one of the uh, better um, UPL sides. Like, they actually, I think, try to play at times. Like, Okay, yeah, they still have a lot of times a little bit long to dumping, but like you said, Eric, like they're or Dima, um, they're not the worst UPL side out there. I, I don't, I, I know Dima refers to Yubicevic as a hipster, and I would agree with that based on the way that he dresses, but I, I honestly don't think he's half a bad manager. No, I think, I think he does for the UPL, I think he does you know, a pretty solid job, and yeah. obviously, I think that shows so far in the first half of the year. Because I remember last year, weren't they struggling last year? At least they in the might. first half of the season, like they I, were like towards the bottom. Yeah, I remember before he came in because they had Mikhail Lenko, I believe it was last year. And and speaking I, of him, I'm pretty sure he was at the match. Was he? Oh, that would I, I, I would be surprised. I'm I would be sure that yeah, him yeah, I definitely saw him in the crowd, definitely. And yeah, I immediately it's... got like in in the back of my head that ridiculously deep voice of his, where he's like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> But he, um, he was definitely at the match. Um, yeah, no, so Nipro Adin, hold on, I have it here somewhere. They finished last year in seventh place. They were, yeah. First half, were, I'm telling you, first half of the I season. Think they had a terrible start to last season. That's what I thought, too. I thought, like, when we okay. came up to the winter break, they were towards the bottom of the table. Yeah, so yeah. they, so. I think they were in relegation form. For so, the, so season, at the end. So at the end of match day 13, they were bottom of the league. And then they pulled it out to 11th. And then by match day 18, they were eighth. And that's kind of where they finished the year. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they turned it around second half of the season. Obviously, this first half has been a much better start for them. But like I said, obviously, a lot of that goes along with the manager. Yeah, and I feel like also this is kind of the Ypra Adin that I was expecting more so when they initially came up um, for no uncertain terms who could be or may not be uh, financing them. We're not going to make any assumptions on this show. Um, but ultimately, at the end of the day, you know, there are these links to Kolomoyski and the amount of money that is involved with Berez and the owner. So I think this is more what we're seeing now from Nipro Adin is kind of what more was expected. I think you said, Eric, they're what, fifth place this year? As of right now, yeah, they're in fifth. 
Yeah, and I mean they've already. And gotten... I'd argue, you know, I think they're among the better sides in terms of actually playing football. But I think, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, in terms and of the players they have. Yeah, and what I've noticed, but I think they of... get overrated quite a bit, to be honest with you. I, I, I think so but... as well. But I've noticed that they've started already to recruit some okay players from overseas. Like they just signed a Portuguese center back from Rio Ave, which is granted is probably a higher club than most UPL sides. So it's not like it's. Yeah. It's not like they're doing the usual merry-go-round. Okay, this guy's going to go from Desna to Vorska. Then the guy from Vorska is going to go to Zoria. Then the guy from Zoria is yeah, going to go yeah. to Efkaliu. So at least they're trying to be a little bit, you know, creative, I could say. You could say. Whereas, uh, we're, whereas we're taking players from Kolos. Yeah, see, exactly. Creativity. Who's dec- I still don't understand. Whose decision was it to sign Antio and oh, but, uh, yeah, uh, but Kulish? Th- this is a great transition. So Dinamo beat... Uh, Mariupol 2-1 yesterday in the cup into the quarterfinals. Um, and Antu started and Dima take it away. Uh Joe, well, if you want to read out the lineup first, that would be interesting as well. To give yeah, you the, can, the you, listeners. Yeah, you, you can keep talking about Antu because I know you as much as you love him. Antu, yeah. Well, uh, well, I I I don't remember the completely the starting lineup. I remember most of the players, but not enough to actually you know, completely say uh, who started where. Um, I remember Antuk did start there, and just, he did nothing. Like, I don't think he had a, like a, an appalling game, but, I mean, yeah. what was their reason for signing him? You know, we already have so many wingers, and I mean, Proving his he started on the, yeah. I mean, this is uh, we signed him from Colos. Well, this is a, this is a player with a CV of Colos and some Persia Liga club that I don't remember the name of, and I don't don't particularly want to remember the name of. Um, but yeah, I mean, Alex, have you got have you got that list yet? Yeah, I do. What do you I think? Just, Antuch, I just. So, what do you think Antuch's, Antuch's salary is? More, more, probably more than I could imagine. Uh, oh, by the way, that random uh, Persia team he played for was the Tovik Ukrnafta of Tirka. Oh, well, there you go. Great. All right. So, um, goal, goalkeeper was Boyko, which I I love you, Luchesco, but I have to vehemently disagree with. Um, wait, why is it almost? Oh, okay. Center backs were Zabarmi and Shabano. Uh, fullbacks, Tim Chick. Did kind of I have started fullback? Or was sure started, back, I, I thought he started left back. Yeah, Caravaggio was a left back, right? Because the, the way the Dynamo website reads is kind of like whatever. Uh, yeah. Mid, midfield three uh, was Shindorchuk, Shaparenko, Lenyev. Wingers, Verbich, and Antuch. And up top was Shkurin. Or as I saw someone call today, the, uh, the next Buzz Lightyear. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> credit where credit is due. I do, uh, I, I, I do see the resemblance for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, the back, the back four, I get, I, I understand, I can agree with. I mean, Shabanov scored in that first half. Um, Lednev at attacking midfield, I still, I, I know he's played most games there at attacking midfield, but I still don't think he is one. And yesterday showed, I mean, he, he did nothing. Um, yesterday, at the time of recording, of course, he did nothing there. Antioch. Um, did nothing. You know, it wasn't the worst, but he just did nothing. I mean, he's had a really good scoring chance. It was offside, but he just kind of like it was a rebound to a shot. Like he was offside, but the shot counted, and he just kind of passed it to the keeper. I'm like, yeah, okay, 
uh, what am I dealing with here? You know, Vierbich had a had a good game, goal and assist. I thought good to see him back in the team. Left. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how the banner was starting so much, so much over him. I I don't know. Like this is the guy that was scoring and assisting very regularly for us. One of one of the leaders for our team in a shaky period. Um, but you know, nonetheless, he had he was a good player. Boyko starting. I don't. Like, I guess it'd be harsh to drop him after him winning the cup for us last season, technically speaking. But I mean, like, what are we going to, like, what, what are we going to do with Nasheriat? I mean, that one game, yeah, okay, it's only one game. But what are we going to reward him with? He showed that he can have, can play at a world-class level in the Champions League. And he can't even get in the team against Mariupol. In the cup. On. In the cup, like, come he- on. Like yeah. he had even and even even that aside, he had a really good game against Barcelona um, in the under nineteen league. But you know the goalkeeper, you know, he was quite, you know, he's, he's an important, you know, he's an important part of the team for our, for our under nineteen league. But he's one of the players that stand out. So, but uh, he's, you know, the he's, future is now. Like, come on. It's a, I said the same thing about Lenyev last week, and of course, when I say Lenyev playing, it's I want him, you know, like we've talked about in his proper position on the wing. That's sure that's another one. I feel like. I would not be upset if he moved at all from his perspective. Because if he's not, if he goes somewhere where he get guaranteed first team game time at a decent level, not saying you go to like Colos or I don't know, Chorno Moritz or something like that. But yeah. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, to go over, to actually go over the game, I thought in the first half, I mean, we just wiped the floor with him. I was, I was so tempted to tweet out, but I didn't, rightly so, I didn't tweet out. So it was like, the only way this Mariupol team was saying, Fakhmiyatov pays the refs off a bit. I mean, they were absolutely useless. Like, seriously, one, one, of, the, one of the, I, I'm struggling to remember a worse display than that. Um, yeah. Absolutely useless. I mean, we score off two corners and watch us not score from a corner again this season. We we, we scored two goals from corners in one game. Watch watch that not happen anymore this season. Um, but yeah, they, they were useless. I mean, we we were we were okay. Uh, well, I, I'd even say we were quite good. Um, and then the second, it's just a, it's just a classic, you know. We score two goals, let our guard down, relax, and then nearly give the game up. I mean, at halftime, I believe the two subs. Correct me if I'm wrong, or if there were more than two. Um, I think it was just Shreperevon for Shaparenta, which boy. There were four subs yesterday. Well, oh yeah, he's saying he's saying at halftime. Uh, oh, at halftime, sorry, yeah, half time. It, yeah, it was Shaparev so, and then uh, Ramirez. Ramirez. Of so sorry. I, I mean, sorry, I'm just so excited like, to discuss Kamzora at defensive midfield. I got like, oh, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get on to that. Um, yeah, I mean, Shkurin came off, but like, he was getting praised a lot for like shielding the ball and laying it off to his partners. But at the end of the day, he's a striker. And it, to be fair, like the corner that I'm referring to, it did lead to the scored goal. But he had a really good shooting chance and he ended up laying off to his teammate. I believe it was Lin. If we shot with his right foot and it ended up, you know, going out for a corner. And it was literally in the perfect position to shoot. You know, if you're a striker, you need to be like, yeah, yeah I get you that a striker a just scored. Yeah, like I, 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 get, I get you that, you know, that there's more to a striker's game. But like from, from, from scoring positions at the end of the day, you must be at the minimum shooting, right? Um Ramirez came on. He didn't do a whole lot, to be honest with you. But I still, I still, um, 
you know, I still think you know his off the ball movement still quite good. He looks quite good on the ball to me, which yeah. I, I like the look of. Um, pace as well. Shapovalov. I mean, like as soon as Shaparenka, like as soon as Shaparenka, maybe this isn't even just Shapovalov's fault because you know it's kind of difficult to blame. You know, 10, 10 outfield players' performances um, dropping down to one player, but like. As soon as Shepelev comes on for Shepelevka, the whole team just looks so much worse. Like I'd argue that we, not that they, not that Mariupol looked better than us, but we looked worse than them. Yeah, because like we left. Them no, back I'm not saying the they were good. Yeah, exactly. I mean, just score a goal or two in this case, relax and nearly give the game up. And I mean, like I said, like the whole the whole game plan was nearly completely undone. Just because of Shaparenka coming off, and I mean, like, like come I, on, like, I, I seriously. Must, I, I must say to give the listeners, if you weren't able to watch this game, then I will play Mariupol on Saturday, and Mariupol. I, I mean, think we had like, no shots on target in that second half. Make like, that what you will. And and we were bad, but to show how poor Mariupol were, they kind of are a team that already feel like that they know they're relegated. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Shocking. They were like, shocking. like, they, like they're shocked. Like, not only are they shocking, but they just like play like going through the motions and like you would figure like for a yeah. cup game where like they're kind of chances like to at least salvage the season in some way but they really provided nothing yeah well no, like, I, I say nothing but seriously well they did score a goal i mean the guy who scored i, I don't remember i don't really care what his what name is so quite honest good player to well, be fair. whatever some some future a future mariupa legend because he's not going to get a chance at Shakhtar, is he um, he's better than mudrak <laughs> That's so, that's so difficult. Listen, never mind. I, I don't care about them. Hey, they're all, no, they're hey, all, they're, listen, they're all gonna what, what's yeah. gonna happen is they're gonna buy some random Brazilian in his position for about five million, and then they're go- goodbye. No, uh, er- Eric, yeah. Eric, that means he's better than a, a golden boy nominee. It's true. Yeah, Ochoretko is the, the one. He, he's got he doesn't he have like that longer hair. He does. Yeah, he does. yeah I can't stand him. Why can't you? What's wrong? <laughs> What's wrong with him? Uh, did, didn't he score against us uh, last season too? Yeah, he did. I think. I think. Yeah. Oh, I can check right now. I, I actually have his profile. I mean, it's a bit of a nuisance, but yeah, I mean, that's um, what I mean. Like he's just a nuisance and he annoys me. But anyways, no. But the thing is, like, it wasn't even like he took such a heavy touch for that goal. Like Shaban, he could have easily just got rid of him. Why did he back off so much? I think like I... takes like a massive, like really heavy touch. Oh well, no, in you go. Like, have get a shot away on your strong foot. Come on, like, what is that? All about? The only thing is that maybe Shaba, uh, Shabanov didn't want to like get himself into something because he was already booked in the game. That's yeah, that that is true. That like is he true. Just, you know, just, it's just it's typical Shabanov. You know, he does one good thing and then just does another thing. So no, I, I, I can't, I, I can't. No, I thought he played. I can't well, sum him up. He was okay like, at best. No, I thought I mean, him... the goal. That was a cool celebration they all did at least. And he he had a he played actually a couple of nice balls out of the back. That's that's true, but then you know he, uh, it's their oh, job. It's their job. Oh, you know? by the way, he did not score against Ochoreko did not score against us last year. I think he assisted against us. Come uh, think of let's see. So he did I, I, So he well, obviously the other game was nil-nil. Oh that oh bloody game. Hell, that oh. Was, what a shit show that was. That was poor. Um, all right, anyway, I'll, I'll, well, if I find anything, I'll let you know. I'm not sure, but 
yeah that was yeah I'm, I'm sorry but i don't particularly care i have nothing against you okay but, uh... he, he did he didn't get the assist okay well whatever uh, less of that um <laughs> but yeah i mean apart from that like it's all they didn't really go for to try and get the draw they just scored a goal oh well you know that's enough yeah. um right yeah it's a poor poor i didn't like that in the second uh, Luchescu didn't like it either but like what is it with these like what is it with these players just you know scoring i've said this already i know i know but it's so true so i'm gonna say again they score a goal or two just relax and let the game back in like do Bayern munich do that i mean they got slapped five nil the other day but do they normally do that like do no. they do they score two goals or one goal and say it's enough no they keep going they keep going they keep going do you remember that seven nil game against calls we did that. We yep. we scored, we scored, and we scored again. We scored again. Like let's keep scoring. Why can't we do that more often? Like, it's, um, you're, the, you're like, the, the the thing is like most of the players that are on the pitch, they were the reserves. Do you really think that the manager he sees that display? And he's like, oh well, I'm going to pick you now. You're not you're not yeah. reserved. Like, do you really think? No. Well, well, I, I actually want to bring in Eric here. You know, we go to we. Well, I don't want to say we go to, we stay really in Mariupol over the, for the game. Well, we Saturday. don't stay because we're not allowed to stay. So we, well, so we yeah. go, so we go stay and then, and then we come back. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, Eric, surely um, the team needs a little bit of, I don't want to say a pick yet, but they kind of need a, a tone setting kind of match or maybe a good thumping of Mariupol. Yeah. Know. And especially, isn't this the last match before the winter break? No. No, there's no, there's no. Oh, it's October. Why am I thinking that it's okay? Never mind. My bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, mate, it's it's, so it's, my, it's not even November my, yet. Forgot my pills again. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, we seriously do. Um, I think that this needs to. We need a statement win here. And you know, honestly, a lot of this falls on the manager with the tactics that we I agree. And, and this is something that I told Dima. That was the example I use is Bayern Munich. Is you know when you watch them play for the most part. They're up three, four nil in the 80th minute, and they're still going for more. Yep. You know, I, I'm not saying that we need to aggressively. Why can't we do that? I'm not saying that we have to aggressively press and and look to counter with a high intensity for 90 minutes and run our players into the ground, but we should have this hunger to go get more, right? Yep. I mean, two. Go- I'm sorry, a two goal lead. Okay, maybe if we're up by four goals and it's like the 75th minute or something like that, even the 60th minute. Yeah. Okay, maybe at that point, sure, we could scale it back take, a little Take bit. it easy. Um, but up 2-0 at halftime, I'm sorry, but that is not a point where we need yeah. to where we need to be sitting back and protecting a lead, especially against bottom of the table, Mariupol, who, I mean, there's the, over the last five, I mean, when's, have they won a match this, this season? I don't think they have. I really don't think they have. Let me, let me see here. Uh, uh, yeah, they won one game against. Uh, let's see. Was it they, Colos? Yes, they beat Colos three one. Yeah. Oh okay. wow, that's right, that's right. Wow, they beat well. Colos. Okay, but either way, bottom of the table side, one lead or one win this season. There is Four zero points. reason for us to be sitting back and protecting a point because this is exactly or and protecting a lead because this is exactly what is going to happen. Yep. This, this is the type of thing, this is just typical UPL ball, that this is the type of bull crap that's going to happen. Yeah, so, and, and, 
And to be fair, it's they don't have the worst manager out there in the UPL. Ostan Markevich is an okay manager. Oh, it's so Markevich. I didn't know yeah. about that. Okay. So, so here's the thing. He's clever enough to fashion a chance for that one stupid... Well, that you was know, what they had. If you look at the statistics, again, according to Sofa Score, they had one shot on target. And of course, that one shot ends up being a goal. Again, exactly. that's just typical UPL ball um, that Dinamo faces. But hey, I'm not, I'm not going to blame that. That's on Dinamo and it's on the yeah, manager for you not. Should, for yeah, that's that's, that's the that. thing. That's the thing. If we're playing a team who only get one shot on target, would you rather that be boycotting the shit in? I know what I choose. That should have obviously. Yeah, I mean. But yeah, yeah. I mean, and like here, there, and I'm not saying you're saying this excuse, but there's no excuse to say, oh, well, you know, it was that one stupid chance. Because what happens if that one stupid chance leads to a second stupid chance and another and another? And then that's how you get, you know, fortunately, Mariupol are not the greatest side right now in world history where they're not really going to take crazy advantage over it. But I mean, it's it's a little bit disappointing to say the least from some of the, the team out there that they were allowing stuff Absolutely. like that. To um, but listen, it is what it is. Uh, we move on from that. Uh, we play Mariupol again in two days time. Uh, well, two days when we're recording this. Um, and like we were saying, I think it has to be absolutely comes that come out with guns blazing. Um, and we need really, <laughs> we really need a good, uh, three points this week. Um, but it'd be disappointing not to. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say there, I think we need to go out for a four or five, six, no win thrashing this weekend, really put them back in their place. Uh, Mariupol. Um, <laughs> and, uh, if we have to go for a well, preferred lineup. For sure we do, because also keep in mind too, first of all, this is a team that we should be thrashing, but on top of that, who's our next match against? Bar- uh, Barcelona. Barcelona. Well, and, and, Barcelona. And, and what just happened to them? Oh, they just lost to they Rio. Lost, they well, lost yeah. to Rio. Manager got sacked. I mean, this is literally the perfect opportunity to go in, hammer some bottom of the UPL side by, I don't know, five goals or so, get our confidence up and roll with that into the match against Barcelona. And this is where, like, we are – it's so frustrating that we don't have a – I don't even want to know what you two are laughing about, but um, – <laughs> a leadership figure in this side because how are you not getting in front of the team being vocal right now saying listen we need to kick it into high gear against Mariupol we need to hammer this side and then after that we've got a big club that is in turmoil right now I think they may even be sitting outside of a spot in Europe maybe the conference league just lost to Rio or sorry yeah they're not that they're they're not even okay so not even there right Koeman is sacked Still working out who the new manager is going to be. I mean, this club is literally in disarray. Finances are a mess. Like I said, use that as a springboard into the Barcelona match. We have them at home and take it to them. See if we can get a result. And I just wanted to ask this question real quick. Um, Obviously, it it doesn't really mean anything, but just out of curiosity, do you think that 2013-14 roster with someone like Gusev you know, as captain, or like if we had a figure like Bujni would let an opportunity like this slip, at least to put in a good performance. I'm not saying win the game, but a captain of that level. I mean, I don't know. I would say no, but at the same time, 
I don't know, maybe because he's an assistant coach or something right now, right now with or a coach just on the well, squad. Well, he doesn't have as much influence in the dressing room. Who's way, yeah, yeah potentially. potentially. Now, to be honest, it's difficult to imagine like, some, some, some nonsense like that happening. And that's my point. Is like I love Sidor Chuk, but I feel like we really need a commanding figure. Kind of. No, he's not. A, he's not a. I mean, as much as I like him and respect he's, him, he's not a commanding figure, and he's he not is, a. He's not a leadership no. figure. He is the perfect vice captain when you know the captain, the main captain is rested or you know suspended or whatever. He is the perfect guy to fill in as the vice captain. Oh, you we, you forgot to go over Kenjora and what role he played. Oh, this yeah. Is so important. We have to backtrack. Oh, yeah. Oh. So, 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 Defensive so, mid. And you know what? He actually looks pretty okay. And I have no problem trying him over Sidor Chuk at defense in the field. And that's where we're ending that conversation. So none of you can disagree with me. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I mean, but listen, like to show you how much uh, Luchesco really cared about the game at the end, he put on, uh, what's his name? Kenzona to defense in the field. But no, like that's what I'm saying is like, I'm not against bringing a really high-level defensive midfield to even forget about just taking over the two spot, but even taking the captain armband. Yeah. Why yeah. not? Yeah, I mean, I think a proper like a proper defense like passing defensive midfielder would really help things out in the there's a, think really, there's, really, a, really. there's a really good defensive midfielder, Dima. I don't know if you ever heard of him. He's from Portugal. He plays for uh, <laughs> an Italian team. Yeah, well, uh, we'll talk. I take him. I take a, him. You, you know who he plays with there? I just found out. He plays Kalinic. with Nico. Yeah, with Kalinic. Yeah, I, yeah. it's funny. They have two like, UPL players. They, they just beat Lazio 4 1. Weren't Lazio towards the top Listen, of the table he has, as well? in, in about five games this season, he has three assists. That's not bad. In a top he league. Ca- he captains them as well. Jeez. Oh, no, he no. played with. They, no, there's three ex-UPL players in this team. There's Martin Hongla of Carpata Review. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Listen, would I would I take him back? Yes. Would I explicitly go out of my way to sign him? Yes. Maybe yes. not. But, okay, yeah. Well, I... Uh, <laughs> maybe, okay. This is just... That's me trying to be rational, but really, yes. Um, but someone like him of a similar profile, you know, like a deep line playmaker kind of defensive midfielder all for it come on well i, I mean this, this, you is, figure this is football now we we signed him the summer after he went to the semi-finals with portugal and matt can do you think Dinamo would be able to sign anyone now who just signed uh, oh from my the god yeah like he was fantastic in that tournament as well i remember watching yeah. him on tv and we signed we signed this guy i remember he has a cool haircut but i thought he was really good as well and then i see i see you know pictures of him wearing the Dinamo training stuff. i'm like what you know, and like imagine yeah. signing a, a player who, who reached the semi-finals this 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 time around. Uh, it was a random it d- team. D- Denmark, England, um, was it Italy and Spain? Oh yeah, well let's imagine us signing a, a similar team would be Spain, I guess. Imagine us signing a team from Spain. No, that's not going to happen. Yeah, no. We're not even going to sign someone from Turkey. Yeah. No. Oh, <laughs> oh god, them. Yeah. Um, uh, sorry, the Denmark. I meant to... of the tournament, eh? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I meant to say Denmark. I don't know why Turkey came out. Probably because I was just expect, like you said, the, you know, they were the dark horses of the Euros. Um, on that note, we're just going to do our preferred lineup this week uh, for this week's game. Uh, goalkeeper, Mushan. Um, I, mean, I, I yeah, prefer to say that, but um, for fullbacks, Mikolenko Timchik. 
possibly had. I mean, the thing about Timchik, how many crosses does he hit that just get, literally hit the the first the, the foot of the first defender? How many times is that going to happen? He fit. That means he fits in perfectly with the team. What are you talking about? That's true. That's true. Um, I would actually go Shabanov and Zabarni at center back. I'd go with. I'd go with Sirota. Yeah, I, well, I forgot. Uh, Wait, hang on. Against against uh, for the um, Mariupol team. I'd go Mar- with Sirota. Well, the, well, my thinking was is go Shabanov and Zabarni, and hopefully. Um, you could make if the game is over early enough. You could put on Burda for Zabarni. Yeah, if he had more uh, match um, fitness, I'd 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 be tempted. Well, he, I, I would actually. He played in the last uh, United team against Nipro Aden. I mean, I mean, Burda. And, and and Mariupol are practically a United team. Yeah, that's true. That's that's true. That's true. Yeah. So I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't. Wow. Be you have to start somewhere, but I think you know the winter break. Um, that would be his. Um, yeah, um, usual midfield trio. Yes. Um, although I mean, there's I not really be... even a, there's not really even a uh, an alternative, is there? I mean, I mean if I, Andreevsky I would... and Shepilev show what they're capable of. Against... Would, would you be upset if Garmash started over Bujalski? No, no, not really. To be honest, I mean, I still think he actually brings something. Yeah, you know, um, against it's more you know, especially against a team like Mariupol. You know, um, and then the front three, I would go uh Tsigankov Ramirez VT uh Verbich. Uh what did you say Tsigankov Ramirez Verbich? Yeah, yeah. I mean you could even swap you could even swap for Ramirez for Shkurin, but yeah, I, I reckon if, if I was I'd go I'd go, go Shkurin up top. You, Igor Shkurin. Yeah, you give, go- him, give, give him 90 minutes. I don't understand subbing him off at, at halftime. I mean, I'm not saying that he was perfect, but I didn't think he was bad either. And and I, I don't know. I, I guess yeah. let him play for 90. Like, he, he he doesn't get a ton of time. I think this is a yeah. perfect match for him to play against a side like Money. He just can give him, me. I wouldn't even give, give me 90, just give him 90 minutes. Me. Would you – then who – out of curiosity, who would you guys start up top against uh... – Barcelona. Ramirez. Oh, God. Does it really matter? I mean, <laughs> against Barcelona, it doesn't matter who you play because they're not going to get any service anyway because all we do is pass backwards because they're all scared to play, apart from Shapirinka, of course. Um, but, yeah, was Ramirez. It, was, it, did, did, what's his, who, was it Frankov that said that? I feel like there was something that came out from Dynamo Mania where, and it may have been Frankov or it someone been, said but that. I like, didn't, I didn't every, see that. I didn't everyone see besides Shaparenko is afraid. Yeah. Wait, it's spots well. Well, well it's really, you don't really have to be a rocket scientist or a football expert to, to be able to see that that's how it is, to be fair. But yeah, I, I remember I was, I was so pissed off at Sindertru because there's one time he won the ball off like a, off of Busquets and literally Bujalski and Supriaga make a run in behind. And he has the opportunity just like to slide with through because like the way he intercepted the ball and he does a Cruyff turn and passes it back to Chaparrito. Chaparrito oh. gets it from him and he's looking at him like with like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Um, yeah. So on that note, um, we're going to wrap it up there for the day. Uh, Dima, if someone wants to get into contact with you, how can they do that? Metalis uh, Commanda Dandona at Twitter. Um, no. It's uh, 1927 Dima, as always. And Eric... Well, I'm sorry, what was that Twitter name? Was Eric... 
Eric Metalist, um, Commander. What was the what was the what was the third Gandonov. one? Uh, Gandonov. Can, 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 yeah, can, can you translate that for our non uh, it's, uh, Russian it's speakers? Well, it's just an insult, but it lit literally it means like condom. It's like a slang way of saying condom. I think I'm pretty. I'm, I'm like ninety nine percent sure it is. Um, but and on, on that note, thank you. Thank you. It's a good little cultural lesson for yeah, the uh, yeah, yeah. non-Slavic teaching, people. Teaching everything, everything they need to know. Yes. Uh, breeding, the Dynamo Broad podcast, Breeding Metalist Hates since day one. Um, Eric, if someone wants to get into contact with you, how can they do that? Uh, at Libovich, L-E-B-O-V-I-C-H. Uh, and if you want to get into contact with me or host, you can find me on Twitter at Lishik7. That's L-Y-S-Z-Y-K, then the number seven. No spaces, no capitals. Um, and if you want to get into contact with the show, you can DM us, DM us on Twitter at Denamo Abroad, or you can send us an email to Denamo Abroad Podcast at gmail.com. Well, for everyone here at Denamo Abroad, thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.